Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Like, it's my worst nightmare because we have to talk about him again. But it's not my worst nightmare in terms of him playing football because I don't think he's good anymore. Like, I think if he came out of retirement, and went to Miami, which is always the linked team. Craig has brought that up many, many times. That he would suck. That he would go there and it would actually end badly. And maybe Tom Brady's career would end in just sheer embarrassment. And if his career would end in sheer, utter, pathetic embarrassment, to me, it's just me speaking, there's no better place for that to end than in Miami. Like, that's the perfect place. New England would be cool too, sure. Full circle, go back to New England, replaces Mac Jones, and he fails there. And that's fine. That's nice. Like, I'm not against that. But a failure in Miami? Oh, that would be... <laughs> that would be the dream. Uh, what, were you in the bathroom there, buddy? He comes out with lotion. Sorry. <laughs> <What are> you... <laughs> yep, yep. Sorry about that. Yeah, I was just telling the audience that Tom Brady may come out of retirement. No, he's not, but yeah. I'll take him. That's what Rich Eisen's saying now, too. No, he's not. Yes, he is. No, he's not. I'm yes, not buying into it. It's like, hey, let's set Craig up. No. This joke is played in the bathroom. I heard it. I'm not making it up. Stop. Let's all stop. He's going to go to Miami. You're going to be right. It took you two years, but you're going to be right. Well, listen, I can see that happening. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, the guy that came out yesterday and said that Derek Carr is leaning towards the Jets... No joke, today came out and said he can confirm that the Jets have had conversations with the Packers. <laughs> like, come on, dude. That's embarrassing. By, by the way, I'm sure the Jets have had conversations with the yeah, Packers. Yeah, but that was acknowledged a month ago. Yeah, and I... And like, that they had a conversation, hey, what's it going to take, what's the package, that kind of crap. The question I'd have is, what's Green Bay saying? Like, great, the Jets called them up, but what's Green Bay saying to them? Right. What are they saying? This is what we're going to want. We're not trading them. We may trade them. We got to talk to them. Like... When, when Joe Douglas is on the phone with his counterpart, Goonscoons, what's he saying? I'd love to know that. Well, they got to be talking about what's it going to take for us to get him. And right now, I would ask for three first-round picks and go from there. Nah, stop it. That's what you stop start up. They're not even giving up one first-round pick. Oh, you're crazy. No, I'm not. Who else is trading for him? Give me the list Raiders. of Raiders. I, I don't know anymore. 
Why wouldn't they? Because do you trust Peter King? Like I know there are some NFL reporters that are just guessing. Peter King's here, and the Raiders are not interested in a veteran, in a Scotch tape veteran like that. You know what's funny to me? And I do respect Peter King. That's why I bring him up. He's done it for a long time. He's not one of these guys that throws crap against the wall hoping it sticks. He never has. So I, I do respect uh, Peter King. He's also the guy that told me Boomer was never getting to the Hall of Fame. So, you know, he, he doesn't know everything. He's very honest. Uh, that being the case, you know, it's you would think if you listen to all these different people that, you know, cover the NFL for all these different networks and blogs and social media platforms, et cetera, et cetera, right, that the uh, Jets front office, the Giants front office, the Packer front office, and let's say the Raiders front office, right? That they're like schoolgirls, and I say that affectionately. Like, mm-hmm. like they're they can't wait to tell a myriad of NFL insiders exactly what's going on. Right, and we all know that's not the case. There are some guys that re- reputationally are more loose-lipped than others. The Eagles are an example of that. I'm not taking a cheap shot. I know for a fact that the Eagles front office has Adam Schefter on speed dial. And there are things that happen there that before they leave the room, he is aware of. I don't know why that is other than they figure he's going to curry favor them some later date in a favorable article or report, I suppose. But does anybody actually think, whether it's Peter King, whether it's name your favorite guy, that Koontz Koontz is picking up the phone going, let me tell you the latest. No, I don't think you're getting anything from there, but I think you are getting things from other teams. Now, the question is, is it reputable? I don't think Joe Douglas is talking to people. I didn't say Joe Douglas, but I think other teams talk. I mean, there are certain teams in every sport that leak. I don't think Joe Shane's talking. I don't know him well enough to say that definitively. You know what's funny about Joe Shane? Joe Shane's public comments are enough. Like, he has said, we're not that close publicly. So that doesn't need to be reported on. He said it. He said we're going to tag him. There's no speculation, Craig, on the Giants tagging him. Right. Joe Shane said we will tag him. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, Joe Shane also is the one that said we're not close right now. That's what I just said. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, to me, that's the only guy I want to hear from. All these other people that have an insight into what the Giants are thinking, it's nonsense. Right. It really is. You know, Joe Shane's not nonsense, but... Uh, it's funny because there are guys that have built up a level of credibility over years and years and years of doing it where if that guy says, I talk to a guy I'm comfortable with in an organization, and that guy tells me, bop, 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 I'm more, I'm more willing well, to buy it well, than from a lot of these guys. Okay, I'm not saying this because of Peter King or anything other than I'm just going to use logic here. Follow my logic and tell me where I'm missing things about the Raiders. Yeah. So the Las Vegas Raiders decided on their own to move on from Derek Carr. Never understand it, but yes. Okay. The guy that we mostly all agree was the second best quarterback available if you're just going to exclude Lamar Jackson. And a guy that famously said a year or two ago, I want to die a Raider. Right. Right? They willingly move on from him. Do they do that for one quarterback in Aaron Rodgers? Or do they do that because they're rebuilding with a young quarterback? Because that's a real stretch to go from yeah. the only veteran Wait, quarterback. Now, as part of this, that you, not your words, mm-hmm. but do you believe that they think Jared Stidham's the guy? No, I see. Or they're going to go get a guy? No, I believe they're not interested in Aaron Rodgers. I believe they're going to get young at quarterback, whatever that Draft means. Draft pick, whatever. Okay. Because think ahead. about this, Craig. They got rid of the second best quarterback. The only veteran quarterback right. they could possibly add that's better than Derek Carr is Aaron Rodgers or Lamar Jackson. That's it. There's nobody else. 
So you're telling me you're going from I'm adding Rodgers at 39 to I'm drafting a quarterback in the first round? Doesn't that seem like such an extreme philosophical difference? Like that? Well, that's, but that's it, extreme to me. What's yes, which is why, other than the obvious financial considerations attached to Derek Carr's deal that had a time you know stamp on it, which was you got to guarantee him the 30, 40 million bucks, whatever it was, right? Last week, two weeks ago, whatever it was. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense That's at why, all. to me, just using logic, no NFL reporter, no sources. I'm just using Evan logic, which could work or may not work. I think the interest the Raiders have in Aaron Rodgers has been greatly overblown. And for whatever reason, maybe it's Devontae Adams. Well, he's a big part of it. Okay. I'm not blaming anybody, Craig. I'm just saying, yeah. I think the interest that the Raiders have in Rodgers is overblown, just based on the logic I, of the I situation. I would say this. I do wonder about McDaniel there and... Where he's at, you know, career-wise, failed head coach in Denver, did not do well last year, obviously, didn't make the playoffs. And now it's like, am I? is he going to be one of these guys that had a couple chances to be head coach, flamed out, and is Norv Turner, mm-hmm. right? And is Steve Spagnola, a guy who's a very well-thought-of, top-level coordinator, period, stop. He ain't a head coach. Yep. So when it comes to that, my feeling is – because we're all people, right? We have egos, right? We have self-awareness. I think a guy like that is under pressure now. You better go win, which is why getting rid of Derek Carr belies that. It's stupid. Right. And the only way you but, get better from Carr is Rodgers. Which is, but that's why I think they're in on Rodgers. I don't think so, man. Because think about the Jets. It's veteran quarterback, and they've got their list of rankings. For the Raiders, you're telling me it's either Aaron Rodgers or drafting a kid? That, where do the Raiders draft this year? They're Nine, drafting. 10, 11? Yeah, I got... I, I, I think, think I saw one of those uh, draft things that has Richardson going to them. Was I right on that? Well, it makes sense, because why, right. why wouldn't they want a quarterback? Now, it's funny, because... The They're Rich- drafting seventh. Right, so Richardson will be available at seven. Yeah. And, you know, it's funny. I was talking to Josh Norman this morning about Anthony Richardson, and he thinks it's a terrible mistake to draft that kid off the combine. Well, but is it just the combine or is it the physical tools that he has? Yeah, six Not four, two and a quarter, throws the ball seventy yards with a flick of a wrist, ran a four 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 forty. Like he does stuff that most and, guys can't do. And when he played, which wasn't a lot at Florida, he didn't do anything that jumps off the page right. in terms of stats. He only completed about half his passes. Not good at that level. No, it's not. You got to be that. about seventy percent, not fifty. Right. Uh, but it's funny because I I watched the highlights of him of his combine, and I watched it. Having only seen the kid play a handful of games in Florida, I'm not a guy that watched every game, so I'm not going to claim I did. But I watched that kid. Thank you, Triple V. Appreciate it. My new favorite. uh, It's not an energy drink so much as it is a hydration drink, Evan. Mm -hmm. Prime. Love it. In any event, um, I watched that kid and I go, how could you not draft that kid? Because that kid standing next to Bryce Young, who's a far more accomplished college quarterback Granted, for a better team, but far more accomplished. Looks like a child right. compared to that guy. So, but, but you don't want to draft him because of his completion percentage and what no, he's done in college? No, my point is I would draft him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah. And I'm just saying one guy's opinion to play in the league, Norman, yeah. said I wouldn't touch okay, him. Okay, but here's the, the argument I'd give to Josh, and I have no idea if Richardson's going to be a star or not. None of us do. But in terms of the argument being what he did in college, look up Josh Allen's numbers in college and get back to me. At Wyoming? Yeah. 
pretty, pretty good. Not really. No? He completed 55% (laughs) of his passes. Is that good? No, that's why I I don't talk about that. He threw 16 touchdowns to six interceptions in his last year. Dude, let me tell you something. Is that good? Compare it to Richardson and then get back to me. How about this? I'll do it for you. 17 touchdowns to nine interceptions. Pretty much the same. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Josh Allen's a pretty good NFL quarterback. Great coaching, great quarterback. Well, but that's my point. Like, I understand why scouts and GMs make decisions on physical tools yep. because your performance in college doesn't mean We're, that it's just going to translate into the right. NFL. Right. Vice versa, too. Yeah, his numbers don't jump out at you. Yeah, he only started, you know, 15 games at the college level. But with the right coaching, which you hit on, and Josh got that in Buffalo. Sure. Why can't you become a star? We just saw it happen to Josh Allen. Yep, 100%. His college numbers were mediocre. Uh, listen, Daniel Jones didn't even have college numbers. <laughs> and he became, uh, he's about to become a $35, $39 million a year quarterback off of one year, right? <laughs> yes. I'll tell you what, I would take Richardson first. If you believe. I can't have a 5 foot 10 inch, 190 pound soaking wet yeah, dude I, be I my quarterback. That, I, by the way, I don't think that's fair either. Go ahead. Like, I don't care about the weight. I care about the height. again, like I gave you the Josh Allen example with Anthony Richardson, I could do the same thing and find shorter quarterbacks who've had success Not five, in the 5'10", ten, you can't. 5'10", five, 5'11". Five, what the hell's the difference? It means something. Does it, though? Doesn't that inch mean something to you? Does it? Doesn't it? It means something to her, not necessarily me. Fair point. Fair point. Does That's it mean right. anything to me? Yeah, like you'd be more apt to walk around in a sauna <laughs> if you had the extra inch. I know I would. That's why I man groom. Yeah. The optical inch. That's right. Thing. Well, you know what I'm saying. Mickey Mantle used like, to say that. Bryce Young is a great college quarterback. Uh, I'm not saying the kid won't come to the NFL and have a great career. I would not draft him at 5'10". I'm not going to commit you my franchise drafted, to a guy that's that short. You would have drafted Russell Wilson. He's not that tall. I wouldn't have. And how now, would that have worked out? Where, where did they draft him? Second round. Yeah, so second round. round. Third round, third round. Yeah, third There's round. A third round pick, yeah. Maybe. If I'm going first round, this has got to be my franchise quarterback. I ain't taking a dude 5'10". That's not enough of a reason to be scared I'm a sizist. You are a sizist. I'm an absolute sizist. I take ownership of it. Yeah. And I know a lot of six foot four inch guys flamed out. I get it. Yeah, but you know what? You like, can't name three guys under six foot that had a good career. Yes, though. I can. I just said Russell Wilson. Who? How? How, how tall is he listed? By the way. I Kyler check. Murray. How tall is Kyler? He's Murray? not had a good career. How tall tall is Doug Flutie? First of all, Doug Flutie's forty all, years ago. No, buddy. no, no. Hold on. You can't say Kyler Murray hasn't had a great career. He hasn't. You can't say that. First of all, he's only been in the league for four years. And he has not had a good career. I mean, he had some pretty good moments, enough to get paid $48 million fa- a year. Yeah, the fact that the Cardinals are stupid doesn't mean the guy earned it. Two, two years ago, if I said to you, Giants could trade for Kyler Murray, you'd have been all over it. Two years ago? Yeah. yeah, you're probably right. And you've given up on him at 25 because of this injury? Done. He's done. You're done with him. Done. See, the biggest concern about Kyler Murray. And by Murray, the way, he's done. The biggest concern with Kyler Murray has nothing to do with his size. It has to do with the work ethic which was clearly shown when the Cardinals put that in his contract that he needed to study. Now, Anthony Richardson, everything I've heard is he works his ass off. Yeah, supposedly he's a gym rat. Yeah, so size? Well, in his case, he's got the size. He's got all the physical tools. But that's what matters, things like that, features like that. Is a guy going to work? That's the question. Which is another question I have about Aaron Rodgers. I don't know that Aaron Rodgers is coming here yeah, to work. We're talking about different things. We're talking about prospects developing and a Hall of Fame quarterback um, at this point in his career. Your boy Russell Wilson has, is listed uh, at 5'11". Okay. And Kyler Murray's 5'10", so I gave you your answer. No, you didn't. I did. I gave you your answer. 
Dude, five ten. There's no five for ten in Super Bowl champion in, in history. Uh, Kyler Murray isn't a Super Bowl champion, but he's a two time Pro Bowler and he's five foot ten. Oh, Pro Bowls count now. Come on. I mean, what he's are we had doing? success. Has he not had success? No, he had one playoff game. Look like he never played football he before. Made, he made the playoffs. Who's Jose Quintana? Does he play for the oh, Jets? Don't give me bad news. He's a Mets starter, and he, he had plays a side for the issue. Mets. He left the uh, spring game the other day with a side issue. Is it yeah, an oblique? Well, is guess it an what? oblique? It is not an oblique. Okay, good. No, not good. Why? It's worse. It's worse than an oblique? Yes, it is. Oh, crap. He has a stress fracture in his fifth rib on his left side. Oh. Out. How long is that? Well, he's going to New York for further imaging because yeah, they have MRIs that? in what, Florida. What the hell does that mean? That means he ain't going to be ready for opening day. No, forget opening day. Yeah. Is he back in May? Ooh, I don't know. Probably not. Is he not. back in June? Maybe not. Can we get a doctor on the phone? Well, the doctor's not going to be able to tell you because the doctor hasn't seen his particular MRI. He's got MRI. a stress fracture? He has a small stress fracture in his fifth rib. I think you count up, down, right? Can we just take it out? So that's kind of like an oblique. Can we take the rib out? I mean, I had mine taken out. You don't need all How your ribs. How serious is this, though? Great. I'm glad for the medical update, but can you tell me how well, time he's going to Well, it's on his left side. Is he a righty or a lefty? He's a lefty. Yeah, that's not good. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. All right, David Peterson. Just a, a, quick, uh, a quick Google search. Now, yeah. these are professional athletes. I don't know if this is just like for the everyday golfer, but apparently uh, stress fracture of the, of the rib would take about three months to heal. Oh, so that's April, Three May, months. June. So maybe all star. And that's just to heal, and then you got. And then you got to go throwing. through the whole regimen of yeah. throwing. Oh that's another month. Because you know how baseball players are. We, so, is it an option to take the rib out? Is that a possibility? Why don't you do this? Why don't you just shoot him up with Toradol before every start? Oh jeez. The why guy doesn't even. The guy doesn't do even, that. Guy doesn't even pitch yet for the Mets. And where did we, so where did we get him from? He was a free agent signing. Played very well oh, for the Cardinals over the last few months. That Billy Epler. No, I got. I like the signing. I thought it was a good move. Yeah? Look, the guy got hurt. What can you do? What can you do? And how did it happen? But he hold threw on. one inning yesterday, all of a sudden says, oh, so, this is sore. How do you have a stress fracture in your rib without, you know, having some type of blunt force trauma? I don't know. Right? All I know is someone's going to blame the pitch clock on this. I, I can feel it coming. I can <laughs> tell you what. I heard a story that they were playing a game of uh, touch football in the outfield. And Max Scherzer tackled him, <laughs> sure. and his shoulder went right into his rib cage. Is that what it was? And now he's got a stress fracture. Another reason it but turned on Max Scherzer? I learned that from Jeremy Fowler, so I'm not sure if it's true or not. <laughs> You're funny. <laughs> guy, uh, same guy this morning said that the uh, Derek Carr camp is leaning towards the Jets. Meanwhile, he'd already agreed to a deal with the Saints. They're just waiting to announce it so that he sense. could tweet out to the world, who day or who dat? What is it? Uh, What's the Cincinnati one? I'm sorry. And what's the bet? What's the northern one? Who dat? Who dat? Yeah, two yeah, day versus who dat? Basically, who That's so stupid. Who dat? Who day versus who dat? They're gonna beat them Saints. Who dat dare? Who day yeah. and who dat? Which one's more pathetic? Who day or who dat? Wait, hold on. What's the Bengals saying? Who day? But what comes after who day? Who day? Who day? The Bengals. I don't know. I just know who yeah. day. Who dat dare gonna beat them? Saints? Saints. I think that's what it is. It's who, who they <laughs> say they're going to beat them Saints. Or something. No what, one. What language are we even talking about? <laughs> I don't know. And what Cincinnati's who dat? Who day? Who day? The Saints also have go Saints as in G-E-U-X. They got that too. Oh, I kind of like that. That's the whole like a vibe. I'm, I'm good with that. The New Orleans-y vibe. Yeah. 
That's so, the only update you give me on Quintana that he's got a, that he's going to lose a rib. Can we find out when he's going to pitch again? Can you do your research? Yeah, yeah. It's it's just, no timetable. No timetable. So, yeah, uh, no, it says right here. No timetable. Do me a favor. Text Epler. Your nope, buddy's with I'm him. I'm not texting him. Why not? Because he and I have an understanding. What's the understanding? He's dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> Can you give me his number? I'll pull up a bingo with Sal and I'll text him. I'll give you his Billy, number right now if you want it. What the hell's going on with Quintana? It's Between a, us, give me uh, a timetable. It's a broken rib. Yeah. So what does that mean? He's going to be gone till the All Star break. You know and it, and that's so probably he broke, he has a broken we're not rib. doctors here, but I think that's probably How fair. How did he break a rib? He got tackled by, by Scherzer. pitching like he threw a pitch and he broke a rib. Maybe he fell down somewhere. Maybe someone hit him with a bat. Dude, he pitched. There's something else happening. Correct, correct. So there was a baseball game the other day. I happened to watch a little bit of it. Kodai Senga made his debut. Oh, he threw the uh, ghost. He struck uh, out ball. Jordan Walker. Is very impressive. I right. walked the first two guys. Got Arenado and Goldschmidt, but who cares? Quintana comes in, pitches a clean inning, great. All of a sudden, he's gone. All of a sudden, he disappears. Yeah. So, did he injure himself while pitching the scoreless inning? Probably not. How did he break a rib? I think he got hit with a bat. He got hit with a bat? Yeah. What is yeah. that? I think he was in a Jersey Mall. A fight broke out. <laughs> and someone took out an aluminum bat because that's what happens in Jersey uh, Malls. I hate and he got cracked training. right in the side. I love spring training, and I hate spring How training. How do you write that? How do you break your rib pl- Pitching. Well, that's what I'm asking. Yeah, I'm trying to get the answer. He here. must have. Someone must have hit him. So someone punched him. Well, I don't know. It'd be a pretty good someone punch. Kicked him. Mm, I think grown men don't kick you each other. You think it was Max Scherzer when he was annoyed about the pitch clock violation? He comes in the dugout and just kicks him. You know, it seemed like Scherzer wasn't annoyed by it at all. Nah, he wasn't. He was kind of like, yeah, I was effing around with it. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm going to play mental gymnastics with hitters now. He also did this whole thing about I got to know if double zero is double zero is double zero, not double zero, because sometimes double zero is really point oh eight. Is double zero zero well, or is it zero? That's because he watches NFL games. He said that. Oh, did he? He cited the because we're like, how many times do we see a snap come after we see the zero on the clock? <laughs> yeah. Did he quote that? Yeah, basically. I, I don't. By the way. It should have a tenth of a second. Ah, on it. come on. I think it should. How about you throw the pitch before it hits zero? How about you do that? How about that concept? Yes, but how about, you know, you're Max Scherzer. How about Max Scherzer not get his ass kicked in a postseason game? How about that? Can we do well, that? that's a different concept Can we altogether. try that? Can we try to not get booed off the mound at City Field when starting game one of the wild card series? How about that? One pitcher down, and here's Evan. Here he is. Look at that. Evan's already he going. Taking on. Already panicking. <laughs> already. David Peterson. Let's go, baby. Yeah. He's not pitching. He's going to be the fifth starter now, Craig. Is he? And he got hurt the other day, too, but apparently the X-Rays came back as a contusion. I got to say, these baseball players collectively, let's just be honest about it. I respect they have a skill we don't have. I get it. I'm, it's amazing to watch. But it's, come on. What? Like, they're not, like, if you play hockey or football, yeah. or heck, even basketball to an extent, and hear about these guys missing the amount of time they miss for non-injuries, it's embarrassing. Quintana broke a rib, dude. What do we, what, he should pitch through that. You think he broke a rib pitching? I don't know how he broke a rib, but my point but is I'm, he I'm asking you. You're a smart guy. You watch a lot of baseball. You think he broke the rib pitching, I don't, honestly? It, it's tough to believe. Right. Because he didn't. Do pitchers break ribs pitching? No. Is that it's a never thing? happened in the history of baseball. Does that happen? Guy falls downstairs, breaks a rib. Guy takes a shovel to the side, breaks a rib. I mean, we've seen. Guy right? stumbles into the side of a Buick. It breaks a rib. Right. Yeah, Michael- guy gets tackled, playing around on the beach, breaks a rib. He My- don't break a rib from throwing a ball. Michael King for the Yankees broke his elbow throwing a ball. That's his elbow. That's his elbow. Yeah, but it's a broken bone. No, that's not what we're talking about. The elbow it's not a, it's not is a, the fulcrum of yeah, where you his, throw but from. It, but his bro- bone shattered. If you overstretch, you, know, you can no. see it happen. No, that's no. different, Big Mac. I'm yeah. sorry. You tendon? Sure. Ligaments? Why not? You broke a bone? 
You know how hard bone is? Hey, breaking a bone, it's throwing a, a ball, fracture. brother. It's a stress It's got a little hairline. A little so you think the violence of his delivery broke his wrist? Okay. Yeah. Come on. I, guess, I don't know. What else, I don't know what happened. I just gave you four possibilities. Yeah, I, we have a million possibilities. Yeah, yeah Max well, Scherzer tackled him in the outfield. That's go, what happened. I mean, that's just as plausible as getting hurt throwing a ball, hmm. right? You throw balls all the time. I throw balls all the time. You ever break your rib throwing a ball? Never broke. I've never had an injury. And you're not even an athlete. No, that's right. What, isn't that the funny part? I'm a yeah. fat out of shape guy, and I pitch all the time. I throw balls phantomly. I throw balls for real. Never had an injury. Yeah, you gotta stop with the air throwing. Oh, I won't stop. That's gotta stop Can't on my stop. watch. Can't stop. Won't stop. Is that right? That's it's right. like it's like an addiction. Yes, sir, that's right. I gambled. You air throw. You're gonna compare the two. <laughs> if it takes over your life, you tell me. Okay, I'll, I'll get you all the help you need. <laughs> And by the way, you want to try one of these prime drinks? No. Really? No. 25 cups. This is my point. I'm trying to stay in shape. I'm drinking water, and you're the one who fattens me up. You're the it's one. It's not fattening. You're the one who makes me look like a fatty on Twitter. This is your fault, and I'm putting an end to it. <laughs> True. Putting an end to it. You're going to wear a different shirt for <laughs> Yes. Yeah. I'm thinking of wearing a sweatshirt. Covering everything up. <laughs> a big bulky sweatshirt. I'm wearing like a rain suit. I'm wearing like a raincoat. You should, like a parka. <laughs> All right. By the way, you want to talk about how to negotiate a contract a year before your employment is up? Uh, just look at the example, A, Your Honor, of the great Adam Silver of the NBA, whose contract as commissioner of the NBA expires uh, in 2024. Well, the rumor is that when Bob Iger steps down for a second time as the head honcho over at Disney, that one of the uh, men on a short list to replace him is Adam Silver. Why? Because Adam Silver's done a great job as commissioner of the NBA. They obviously have a relationship with Disney via their contract. Has he? Uh, yeah, he has. No, I like Adam Silver, and I've always been proud of Adam I think the NBA Silver, is very healthy. I wonder about that. I wonder if he's done a great job. Has he done a good job? Okay. Well, Has it depends. Done a great job? Uh, well, there's three aspects to it, right? When yeah. you're a commissioner. Yeah, well, how do you define You're it? either doing a great job, or maybe you could be all of the above. You're doing a great job for the fans. Mm -hmm. You're doing a great job for the players. Rep. Or you're doing a great job for the owners or some combination of those. Okay. So you got to give them credit that the value of NBA franchises have skyrocketed. So the owners, I imagine, are thrilled with him, mm -hmm. right? Uh, the players, you know, love him. Yeah, because he gives them whatever they want. Exactly. Okay. He has bent over backwards to make it a uh, player gets what they want league. Right. Has he made it good for the fans? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, there have been some good things. There have been some bad things. I think the NBA has issues they need to sort out. The load management thing is a, is a real thing. Yes. You know, as much as I may defend it at times, and I have, that doesn't mean it's good for the league. Me understanding why a coach and why players think, hey, it's not important well, look, to play 82, doesn't mean it's good for the league. When you want your team to win a championship, you'll do whatever it takes for your team to be in the best position physically and health-wise to win a championship. That's what we all but, do. But, but even with... Overall, though, it's not good for the league. But even, like, I don't have a team that has a chance to win a championship, but I fully understand Jason Tatum not playing 82 games. I do. I understand it. Like, I'm, I can't scream I gotta be honest, about it. I do, and I, I really don't. I'm with the Charles Barkley where I think from a couple days ago when he said, man, we're asking you to play basketball three times a week. And we're going to give you 40 or 50 million bucks a year to do it. That's not the point. Go do it. No, no. That's all fine, and it sounds good, and it's good on a bumper sticker, and a lot of people are going to agree with that populist message, but that's not the point. How does that help you win a championship? Uh, it doesn't. Okay. It doesn't. That's all my point But is. then you've got the Julius Randle side. He goes, I ain't taking a yeah, day because off. because he's not winning a championship. And I hate to be a jerk, but you brought him up. 
I didn't. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah, Drew's going to win a title. He's going to be fresh for the NBA By the way, finals. Tell you what. Okay. Tell you what. Philly don't want any part of us. Anyway, Adam Silver, all this is, it's genius. You get your name in the mix. <laughs> that is genius. A I year admit. before your contract's up. Because if I'm an NBA owner right now, I'm like, yo, we don't want to lose this guy. Yep. Not that there's an incompetent guy behind him or gal. I'm sure there is. But we ain't losing he, this guy. The NBA did something brilliant today. And I'm sure you covered on your national show. But for those who didn't see it, Giannis Antetokounmpo, who's yes. beloved by everybody, yes, I did. even though he's one of the dirtiest players in league history, uh, took advantage of acquiring a, trip, trip, a very cheap triple-double. The clock was expiring on their win against the Wizards, and with about three seconds to go, right underneath the basket, he just politely puts the ball up against the rim and catches it off the rim. Game over, 10th rebound, triple-double. It was Fugazi times 50. Yep. And everybody saw it. He, it. he smiled about it. Oh, he's <laughs> laughing. He's having a good time. I mean, we talk about guys stat padding. Did they take it away? The NBA announced they have taken it away. Good. That we're sorry, that's not the intent. Goodbye. Well, because no it wasn't an double. attempt to make a shot. Right. And they're right. 100% right on that. Now, what they should have did was he should have said, Ben Simmons. <laughs> ben Simmons. <laughs> what did Giannis say after the game? Did I didn't like- see it. I saw him smiling. He obviously is aware he needed the rebound for the triple-double. Did it on purpose when the guy from the uh, Wizards is standing right there. Uh, and then he just walked off the court. I didn't I, see a I comment. Think, I think what bothers me is that there are certain allegations against players for stat padding. Russell Westbrook used to get it all the time. Lately, there's this nonsensical argument that Jokic stat pads, which is ridiculous. They're undefeated when he gets a triple-double, but whatever. And so here's Giannis, who for some reason is just loved. Everybody loves him. Ah, it's Giannis. He's so cute and adorable. Everybody's fantastic. Yeah. And he does something as blatant as this. Yeah. And it doesn't get the pushback that we would have gotten if it was Russ because, or if it was LeBron. Because people like him. Exactly that, right. But that's the hypocrisy. If LeBron did it, it'd be the number one topic in sports today. Right. And maybe tomorrow also. That's Can my you point. believe this typical LeBron? That's my point. Yes. Because he's uh, Teflon right now. Because he, he gets it. It's like uh, you know what the grace you know what the worst thing that ever happened to Giannis was in the NBA. It happened uh, in before the game against, or I guess yeah, before the game against Philly, when the little cute little girl goes over to him, oh, yeah, wearing yeah. the Giannis jersey. Yep. Uh, Giannis, can you please sign my jersey? Of course, he's not gonna say no. Cute little ten year old girl, whatever it is, right? Signs the jersey. The girl runs back to her parents, takes the jersey off. She's got an Embiid jersey. <laughs> that was so bad. <laughs> that was awesome. Speaking of fan interaction, yeah, I'm sure you haven't seen this. Go ahead. Have you heard of MJF, the AEW champion? Matter of fact, I have seen it. Oh, you saw what he did over the weekend? He's the besides, uh, of course, making Brian Danielson tap out to his very oh, own move. That's to an guy. Iron Man match. Yes, that's the guy we're all supposed to get together with, right? Yep. MJF, MJF, Me, MJF, you and Danielson, right? Yeah, yeah we're all gonna hang out. So your boy MJF, there's a little kid there. He can't be more than eight or nine years old. He's got one of those fake wrestling belts on. He's got great seats, obviously. MJF grabs a bottle of water out, I guess, the mom's hand and throws the water on the kid. <laughs> what do you think of that? You said he's never out of character. He's never out of well, character. That's that. I know, but that one is a little bit. And is I guess that the AEW is like running now to make sure like you know, the kid's parents don't sue. Well, they ran over and basically gave him tickets to every event. They made him happy. They brought you think it's real? I do think it's real, and I love MJF. I do. I think he's fantastic. I think he's the second best act going in wrestling after, of course, Roman Reigns. Of course. But are you kidding me? 
Is I that mean, not? but that's is that that's who he is. Bro, you guys told he me he never breaks character, I, and I love it. He threw water at a nine-year-old. Well, that happens. Craig. It's wrestling. You're going to draw the line at that? <laughs> yes. That's where the line is? Like, if he threw the water at the mom, I'd say, all right, I don't love it, but okay. Or the father. At a kid? You're throwing water at the kid? What if a wrestler did that to young Anthony? At an AEW. I'd laugh. Ah, look at that. You got YMGF threw water on you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, something like that. I mean, I got to admit, I'd laugh too. If of that course. happened to Jenner Spence. But still, like... I can understand someone who doesn't laugh, who says, well, what are we doing here? And is MJF going to apologize? No. Because he's a badass. Like, he's not going to. Dude, if, if he's a guy that doesn't break character when he's MJF, yeah. then that's it. Apologize. You know, you come out and say, I wish I got more water on him. <laughs> I'll do it again. Yeah. Tell him, to this... bring, tell him to bring his brother and sister next time. I'll get them wet, too. Let this be a lesson, kids. If you sit close to ringside and you say a bad word about the undisputed AEW champion, you're going to get a beer to the face, yeah. too. Yeah, I did see it. I, I mean, to me, it's wrestling. So, What if it was beer? Would you have a problem with that? No. There was a beer in a six-year-old? Now he's six, so now we change it from water to beer, and he went from nine to six. Well, I'm just trying to figure out what your cutoff is. Like, what's the line where you say, if, okay, that's too much? Let me ask you this. Yeah. If you're sitting front row at a Harlem Globetrotter show, when they do the water confetti gag. That's not the same. Why not? The guy threw it in his face. Yeah, that's what happens at the Globetrotters. Not the same. Not the same. What if it was beer? Like, seriously, answer that. Is that okay? It's less okay, but that's what that dude does. That's what you're paying the money to go see. He gave you what you paid to see. I don't know, man. I like MJF. I'm still a fan. He, so he I should break know. character just ignore the kid altogether? No, he could yell at him. I don't think he's got to throw water in his face. What? I, what what's worse? He throws the water in his face, or he goes up to the kid and he goes, I'm your daddy. <laughs> he probably did that, too. How about that? Uh, Yo, the guy at home who says he's your dad is not. <laughs> I'm your daddy. Ask your mom. Um, <laughs> What's worse? Then uh, then the kid can be emotionally scarred. That's a tough You're one. You're not my daddy. <laughs> You're not my daddy. You're not my daddy. That'd be great, right? <laughs> kid kicks on the next. balls or something like that. <laughs> Here's uh, Adam in Staten Island. Adam, what's going on, kiddo? What's up, guys? Listen, I just wanted to talk for a second about the hottest team of basketball, if I can, and just call out Evan, who is a huge hypocrite. Who yes. The other day said that, in the offseason, he'd look to trade Randall because I believe he said, I can't trust him. Yeah. And he pointed out the fact that he had one bad year, then he was an all-star, then he had a bad even year. Even possession of hurt. possession, by the way. Like, but even, me, like me, if you look at Friday night's game, I'll let you finish against Miami. You saw the bad Julius, and right. then you saw the great Julius. Like You right. saw the full experience of him, so it's not just year but to year. But let me ask you this, Evan. Yes. Let me ask you this. Of course. Because that was your argument is the trust. Yeah. Would, did you want Jacob DeBrom this year? Yes. Yes or no? Yes. Okay. And what has he showed you that you can trust? Well, are you serious? Thank you. No, that's thank not. A, that's not a great point. Just because you say thank you, what, Jacob. What is, he, what is he showing you? He showed me balls that he can win. A, he showed me years. balls that he can win a playoff game. He showed that to me in game one of 15, game five of fifteen, and oh by the way, game two of the wild card series this year. And he's also the best pitcher in baseball. Julius Randle couldn't fantasize about being the, the best, best basketball player in the when? NBA. When was he? When was he the best? The last time he pitched in twenty twenty one, he was the best pitcher in baseball. Okay. This so is really on, this is really you your big Hold on a second. You this can is rely your on big Jacob DeGrom. You yeah. can trust him. This you can is rely your on him big 
example of Julius Randle to bring up the best pitcher in no, baseball no, and say, gee, I got you? There's, you're basing it on Because trust, Julius Randle's not as good, dude. You probably wanted him traded a year ago like every other Nick fan. Like, don't compare him to a guy who's the best pitcher in the sport. It's a horrible comparison. I feel bad that you called up Sports Talk Radio proud of yourself thinking you were going to prove something. Evan, you didn't. Evan, Evan. Evan, what has what has Jacob Degrom showed you? Two Youngs. That's what he's done. Two Cy Youngs. Yeah. When? What have you done when? To lately? The in guy 20... had left. So- the guy had left tightness. Okay, uh, uh, I'll make this clear to you. In 2021, the same year you were fantasizing at the altar of Randall, he put together a historic start to his season. Like, there's a huge difference between the two, and I apologize that I'm even engaging in such a stupid debate. Like, there's many ways you could attack me for criticizing the Knicks. Trying to compare Randall to DeGrom is sad. Like, even Craig's falling asleep right now. Like, really? I would have traded Randall, too, by the way. And you probably still would. Yeah, 100%. I I would. I don't trust him. I know you don't. And that three to win the game the other night, you saw everything about Jewish Randall as a Nick. Thank you. You did. In that one play. Here's, Yo, the pr- here's the problem. He, I, I know dribble, that. dribble, get, lose the ball, get the ball, I, take a wild shot. He made it. I totally understand that I'm not a Nick fan, and I live it, and I explain it on the air. But here's what's got to piss you off. Sometimes I say stuff that's true, and Craig, as a Nick fan, ain't going to argue with me because he agrees with me, because he knows it. Now, this is not the time to discuss this. The only reason I made that comment about Julius is someone called up and said, hey, Evan, as an independent basketball observer, what would you do with the Knicks during the offseason? And I, I couched it and said, look, not the time. You guys have a chance to go on a run right now, do quote-unquote damage, but here's what I would do just to answer your question. And I said I would shop them because I don't trust them. Yeah. And that offends you? No. Watch the game. Because that's a guy that's a Johnny come lately. It's a guy who all of a sudden wants to talk Knicks because they win nine in a row. Hey, by the way, remember last year during the ALDS when uh, everyone was attacking my main man, uh, Bobby Costas, for his play-by-play, oh, he talks too much. He's all shutting up. Yeah, what happened? He lost his fit, right? Yep. I remember, I remember, I I talked to Bob about it. Yep. And he said, yeah, he's aware of the criticism, but effort yeah. kind of thing, right? Yes. Not gonna listen to the mob. Yes. So I guess he went on a Bill Maher podcast and said, yeah, I didn't. I wasn't. I wasn't me. I did not have a good broadcast. Took ownership of it. I don't agree with him though. With what? You thought he did have a good broadcast? I thought he was fine. I thought he was fine, yeah. but a lot of people didn't like it. And he goes, he admitted now, because he kind of didn't admit it at the time. He's like, the, you know, the haters can hate all they want. And he goes, uh, I felt like I was off my game. Do you really think he thinks that, or do you think he's been beaten down by the criticism? No, because Marv, obviously a big baseball fan, had a little piece of the Mets for a minute or two there, as you know, um, is a guy, I think there must be a rapport there. He must respect Bill Maher to go on a show to some level. And I don't think Bob's a liar. Plus, his career, his legacy no, no, is, I, I, like, I, he had a bad game, so I don't, I don't think he's a liar at all. What I'm asking is that he read what people said about him. He, clearly. And he started to believe it. He started to say, oh, maybe these no, guys are right. You know what I think he did? And I can't prove this. I can ask him if you want. My gut is he went back and listened. Because even at his stage yeah. of success in his career, I listen to shows. You listen to stuff all the time. Right. You still want to know. Like, maybe everyone's right. Maybe I had a bad game. Am I you crazy? know, you like to think after all these years, you could just show up and do it really well. But he took some ownership I, of it. Maybe I'm crazy, but 
I, I don't think he was bad at all. I liked him when he was doing the postseason. Guys like Big Mac opened their mouth and complained about everything. Well, I mean, guys who've never accomplished anything always have something to say about people who have. You know that story. Oh, yeah, sure. I guess I'm not talking about you. That was, that was a bad connection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't mean you. Yeah, yeah, no, you did. But it's usually people who haven't done much who criticize people who have accomplished a lot. Right. Yeah, I thought he was great. I really didn't have a problem That being with said, I've always said this. I, that was not a shot of you. I didn't mean no. it to be. Seen that I mean, maybe it was. Uh, that being said, Clearly there are certain guys that if their voice is on, I get happy. If they're doing a game. Yeah. And Bob Costas is one of those guys. Hey. If he's doing a game, it's like comfort food. It just I, is. I got to tell you. And see, this shows you that I can be very, very fair. As much as it pained me. To see Julius Randle hit that game-winning shot. You on like Friday Green Gun Bang Bang? The double bang, which he whips the out every once in a bang. while. Every once in a while, he does the double bang. It's a special occasion. Yeah. But that double bang, I, I could hear that over and over again. I really could. I like that Julius double bang. Julius Randle, bang! 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 Julius Randle. It was such a good <laughs> call. Like, Breeny, Can I you name another time he did the double bang? Yeah, I did uh, that half-court shot that Curry hit from the logo yes. against the Thunder. Yes, that's right. Um, There was a... Oh, you know when he did it? And I only found out from replay because Lugie and I were there. He did it in the Celtic-Knicks game when Jalen hit the game-tying three at the end of regulation. I think he did a double bang. I remember that. Is that right? I swear. And there's a few... Um, Was there a double bang from the Ray Allen three? In the finals? Maybe. But Julius on Friday, double bang worthy. Brunson stopped by Oladipo. Comes back the other way. Brunson tied up. Finds Randall. Throws it low. Randall gets it back. Eight seconds to go. Randall on the drive. Stripped by Butler. Randall gets it back. Randall puts up a three. Bang! Bang! Randall knocks down the three with seven tenths wow. of a second remaining. So I have a question. Yeah. Because it's never happened before, Craig. And I love Breen. I, I got to hand it to him. Are we ever going to have a triple bang? Can we ever get to the place oh. where there's a triple bang? It is your 40th birthday coming up in... Uh... And I do know some girls on OnlyFans. <laughs> if that's what you want, I'll cancel the massage now. And I'll set up whatever you need, buddy. Like, if the Knicks and the Nets are in the second round of the playoffs, and Mikel Bridges hits a game-winning three... Could at the garden Relax, to win Tiger. game seven. Yeah. Could we get a bang, bang, bang? Probably not. Like a triple bang. I would say probably not. So you don't think Breen has it in him to give us a triple no, bang? No, I don't. So we'll only get the double bang. That's it. Only double and bang. And you've only gotten that maybe four or five times. I agree, but what about a triple yeah. bang? That was a regular season game on a Friday night against the Heat. Yeah. You're telling me there's not a situation, Craig. Will we get a triple bang? Emmanuel quickly, he's dancing, mm -hmm. he's having fun. Hits a three against the Celtics to win a game on the road. You're telling me we can't get a bang, bang, bang? No, but I know who can. Cliff Kingsbury. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, she's off, in a, she's off again, Ev. <laughs> yeah, this time she went on a trip by herself. She went to uh, Tenerite. Never heard of that place before. <laughs> but yeah, good to be back. All alone, <laughs> meditating. Boy, I tell you, Aaron Rodgers should fly to Tenerite and get back inside that dark, deep hole. <laughs> Maybe get lost forever. Meditating, journaling, exploring the island in my tiny rented car. Journaling. Mm -hmm. journaling. Bang! 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 <laughs> bang, bang, bang. That's it. Sitting for hours, watching the waves, and for the first time in my life, feeling good in my own company. 
So Cliff Kingsbury was not invited. What does that mean? To this particular uh, vacation. What does it all mean? Well, I know I, I know what it means to some locals. And you know who's available? Tom yes. Brady. Tom Brady. Oh, could you imagine if you're a former head coach of the NFL and you lose your girl to Tom Brady? Oh, my God. Do you tip your hat and say, I get it? No. No. You wish death upon him. <laughs> I don't know. Yes. Yes, that's what you do. And then, you, I mean, this is just crazy to me. Then you got Paulina Gretzky doing her thing. You got Paige Sporanic doing her thing. You okay with her? My God. This, her? By the way, this is the New York Post. <laughs> like, I'm not on a, on a fringe site. I'm not on a fetish site. I'm on the New York Post. It's just ah! strange. Yes. It's strange to hear you talk like this, and like five feet away from you is lotion. That's for when I go to the bathroom. <laughs> 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 That's funny, though. I bring lotion to the bathroom, yes. And what do you do? I, as you may know, back in 2007, I had a hemorrhoidectomy. Yeah. Ever since then, I have some issues. You do have some issues? Mm -hmm. hmm. So I bring the lotion because, as you know, we've one-ply paper here. Yeah. Because we're cheap. And while we have mouthwash that nobody uses in the bathroom, and we have one-ply toilet paper. And we got floss, too, by yeah. the way. Yeah. So I bring the lotion to make sure it's all good to go back there. Yeah. <laughs> yep, that's right. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota.
Let's go places. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com.